Welcome to your sanity safe space with your favorite YouTube podcast duo, or at least one of them. It kind of depends, and probably some rando too. But no complaining, because this is free. Free! This is Beauty and the Beta bonus audio content. Seems like I'm always messing things up, but welcome to a special audio edition of the show. Recorded this uh, right after I did a gaming stream, which I use the same software for, and when I do gaming streams, I have to add a second and a quarter delay onto my mic to make the broadcast synced, and I forgot to take that delay off before starting this recording. So you might notice at times my vocals are a little bit mistimed, missynced with uh, the other two in the conversation, but it's not too bad. But if things sound <laughs> a little bit off, we're not stupid. Uh, it's it's the mistiming that I have in the software. So that's on me, not on the two lovely ladies. And I hope the conversation is still um, still plenty listenable for you. Uh, and if it's not, you can blame me. It's not their fault. Anyway, hope you'll enjoy. Hello and welcome to the show, a special bonus audio show. This is actually the first one Blonde and I have done formally together with a special guest too, uh, listener of the show, fellow YouTuber, <coughs> freelance news writer, Gina Annunziato. Hi, you I got, got it right. right. right? Thank Annunziato. you. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Accomplishment one for the night. <laughs> welcome, Gina. For, thank you for having me. Appreciate Appreciate you coming on. And we're glad to have you here because we've been planning to speak about the media generally because you have some, I mean, you you have a career yes. in this field. You have insider knowledge, information. Some experience. Um, just kind some. of <laughs> yeah. some experience, right. And, and I think it's particularly timely and interesting mm -hmm. right now because one of the things that a lot of people like to talk about and I find interesting is accusations of media mm -hmm. bias. And the, not only media bias, but the processes through which they go to select what is news and right. what is trash, essentially. <laughs> right. Um, and I can think of no better example of not only not only mm -hmm. bias, but um, you know, being selective about the news, if not outright uh, mischaracterizing it, than what happened in Milwaukee mm -hmm. uh, this last week. So I've talked about it on my channel. Blonde and I have talked about it on the podcast. Uh, basically, the weekend after it happened, or as it was right. happening, and but we didn't talk about it in depth before CNN covered it the next Monday morning. <laughs> no, because we 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 saw the breaking news. If you remember, of like the you know the targeting. Oh, of white people wasn't it on crimes. Biggest Mikey's? Uh, yep, yeah, it was the Biggest uh, Mikey show. And at the and CNN didn't air that piece until Monday morning. So I ended up talking about it in my video, but we didn't talk about it on the show, except for we did a little bit this week, but really didn't dive into it in depth because I wanted to get uh, into this with Thank Gina. You. <laughs> um, but to give the audience some context here, uh, I mean, we have these big riots in Milwaukee. Obviously, I was disappointed that they didn't show the extent to which there was racial motive in a lot of the criminal activity mm. going yeah. on, that was swept mm -hmm. under the rug. 
And it was the undercurrent of the whole thing, those lying sacks of shit. God. Right. It it was, I mean, it's like a lie through omission. Yeah, I agree. Or not. That's exactly what it was. You know, they don't show it. You know, the public doesn't see it unless they go digging, which a lot of people do, which social media allows you to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and that's what's. I mean, I, I want to get. I want to show the full context mm. of what they reported in a second here. But it's amazing to me. So, so when people come and say things to me like, "Well, you know, thank you for discussing this because I didn't see any of that." That's that's yeah. alarming. Yeah, totally. Like, I, I'm. I don't do what you do, Gina. I don't. I don't right. write news. <laughs> I just go on. I have Google <laughs> and I Google Milwaukee riots, and I look at well, the look video. How easily you can and find it, I'll assemble you know? it. Yeah, yeah. That's all they got to do. To that's so, all anybody has to do to just see. <laughs> well, see how unbiased. worried are people in the media about getting the preceding and successive footage from what they show? Are they just like, oh, we got this like soundbite, whatever. We're not going to pursue what happened before or after this. Or is it like, you, you know what I'm saying? Well, the What's kind the of level feeling... of intent here. Well, it's. Do we want to show the the clip first, and then we can? Yeah, talk yeah, about that's that? a, that's a good call. I, I want to show okay. the context, so um, I'm just going to play it really quickly. The big the big controversy is CNN showed a clip at the end of the piece of their Milwaukee coverage saying the sister of Seville Smith, the guy who was shot in Milwaukee, that spawned all mm-hmm. these riots. The sister was there with amongst a crowd of protesters, rioters, people of the community, whoever. And she made a call for peace. I'm going to play that really quick. Most people know this by now, but if you haven't, you know, if you haven't been on the internet, you've been on vacation or in a coma for a week or two. This is the end of their peace. Family and friends holding a vigil marked by prayers. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. With his sister calling for peace. Don't bring the violence here and the ignorance here. Okay, so her sister calling for peace. Don't bring the violence here, the ignorance here. Close their reporting. Now, it turns out she was in a group of people, all of whom have cell phones. It's the 21st century. You don't need to be CNN with a fancy camera and a microphone to record what is going on. So CNN reports that, and a lot of people post all over Twitter, YouTube, elsewhere. Um, (laughs) You might want to see the full context of what she said. She had more to say than what was reported, so let's play that here. Okay, so burn their right. shit down. A call for peace. Right. But, you know, as CNN says, a call for peace. <laughs> and she's saying, go to the suburbs, burn mm-hmm. their shit down, because we need hair extensions and weaves <laughs> and stuff. I mean, I don't have yeah. all of it, but that, you know, she's... She, oh, it's so good. <laughs> you can characterize it as a few different ways. A call for peace is... is uh, let's. That's the opposite right. of what she did. Let's put it she that She called way. for peace within... Um, wherever this was happening but she wanted the all that ire and anger that it takes to burn down a community she wanted that to go to the suburbs quote i mean uh, yes that's not cool <laughs> that's so not cool up. it so is fun. it's it's messed up and and it's it's um i don't I, I will say i don't work for cnn i can't ever comment on what exactly their intention was you know what i mean what this show's specific intention mm-hmm. I, i'm not the reporter so I just want to throw that out there. The feeling that I get and how I know uh, shows are run and how packages are written in in context of the news, it just it does a disservice to not show the whole full spectrum 
of what's going on here. Yeah. Which they clearly right. were there for. You know, I could understand if she did several interviews, one of with, one of them was with CNN, and then she went over and talked to somebody else and said right. something different. But this is a group of people all surrounded by a bunch of people with microphones and phones and cameras and stuff. And this, what's interesting to me is the, the degree to which the internet held CNN yes. accountable. Oh, yeah. Because everyone has the full clips mm-hmm. and says, like, how could you possibly report it in this way and blast them on Twitter and other mm-hmm. social media? And so the reporter who who did the voiceover there and who's actually mm-hmm. on scene went to Twitter and said the following, we shorthanded sisters, quote, unintentionally gave the impression she was calling for peace everywhere, correction. And they, and they altered the end of the piece to say something. I forget what they, I don't have the recording, but she's, she changed it to say with the sister expressing her frustration. Well, oh, I mean, gosh. Um, and then they, and then they actually did an on-air correction, yes. uh, last week. I forget which day it was, but I'm going to, I'll play that really quick too. And, just so um, have that I want to take a moment to clarify too. something from Monday. We had a report that inadvertently and wrongly characterized the plea from a Milwaukee woman whose brother was killed by police. As our viewers saw, she demanded that the violence stop in her community. But in fact, she also said that protests should instead take their violence to the suburbs. I regret that second part of her statement was not included. I'll be right back. So, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it. They both basically characterize it as a mistake, and I take yes. huge issue with that. Which there's because, just no way. There's no way. Well, because both of you, are, you're very honest in your reporting. The, the your your coverage of the RNC was very honest because you showed <laughs> things in full, and that's what people. I feel like the the situation is, you know. Uh, media is uh, media trust in media is all at an all-time low it's at like six percent right now oh yeah but, <laughs> but it also to me means that you know people are watching because my logical mind says okay well you know fox news dominates the ratings every single week but people have very low trust in what they say but people are still watching so the fact is because the whole trust in media is low it means people are still watching and it does mean that people are getting informed in some way. And so it is refreshing to see accountability being called for because I think these networks have just, I think this was the biggest blunder and this is, this was one of the biggest blunders because the, the media realized that they can't get away with things like that. They have been getting away with. Yeah. And it just calls to mind what I, I for, forgive me, I can't remember the exact station, but I'm thinking back to Trayvon Martin, where they played George Zimmerman's um, 911 call, and it was edited um, to say that you know he looks black, quote unquote. It's this was. Oh, you know, that's right. I think that was NBC. I believe wasn't it? it was or NBC. So, uh, I, I I believe it was NBC. But you know, th- these are things that that came up after doing some digging, and now it's easy to do this digging. You said it. You just Google, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's there's, I mean, anything in a public forum, there is almost certainly a recording. Exactly. Of yeah. so, sometimes it's easier to find than others, but I mean, so it seems like you're on board with the idea that this was intentional. I was sort of hoping you might have, <laughs> I was hoping you might have some like procedural knowledge that would be like oh no clearly the interactions in the newsroom make it so this could have been an honest (laughs) mistake doesn't seem like that was the case you know (laughs) but but my my next question would be if if 
we grant the idea that this was intentional. And it seems to me that any outsider would reach right. that conclusion because they clearly had all the tape and they picked out the four seconds right. that protects this group of people mm. best, whether or not it accurately represents what was being said or not. My question would be, why? Why do they want to protect criminals? And I'm not saying the sister is necessarily a criminal, not her right. personally, but the narrative of the people who are very clearly out there targeting innocent people for criminal activity. Why do they want to protect well, them? That right. amazes and me. I, I totally see what you're saying. I think it is just, you know, having written my own packages and, and having picked my own sound bites for millions and millions of stories it feels like you know um it just I, I again i can't speak for cnn but each news station has their own kind of i guess narrative that they do want to protect and we you said just said protecting the narrative and the fact is some networks weren't showing what could be construed as or not even construed what was basically white people being targeted during this time yeah. Um, they weren't showing it because they just, they didn't want to make it about that. They thought it was about <clears throat> the fact that a cop shot a, a black man. I mean, this is, this is me just speaking kind of frankly about it. Um, they wanted to, to make it about that. And, but it, because we all saw what the sister actually said, the fact is, you know, they have to they have to acknowledge it in some way. There is no skirting around it. Well, the hubris but, of thinking that we were not going to find out about that. That's why I'm, right. I'm kind of with Skag. I'm like, this must be accidental. Do they really think that we're so fucking stupid that we cannot do basic Internet research to see what this bitch said before she said this? They, like everyone's going to know. Do they not care about their own about being exposed? Do they just not care? Or I, I just don't understand the mentality. I, I don't I don't okay. get it. Right, right. Um, I'll I'll put it this way. Uh, each station kind of, uh, each show has kind of their talking points in mind. And the talking points are based on who's watching, who your demographic is. So when you write a story, you want to make sure to hit those talking points. You may not necessarily agree with them. Like I didn't agree with a lot of the things that I was writing at, at muffled, muffled station. <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll bleep it out if you slip. <laughs> no, it's Don't okay. Worry. We're yeah, not live. I'm not gonna. We can make mistakes. Oh, on oh thank God. No, well, they weren't live either. No so excuses. Never mind. That's stupid. Well, of course, <laughs> but you know, I don't want to say the station, but I didn't. Just because, um, <clears throat> uh, you just know what talking points your demographic is going to respond to, and you want to make sure to hit those, like hmm. as perfectly as we can so here's an example that uh, that you can cut out right so like fox news well that that, that changes a, things they just had laser so, focus then and well yeah uh, i mean it, it was um so they just have a fucked up perspective i don't well, know if it's, it's malice here i don't know if it's malice i wouldn't call it malice i would just call it you know they know they know that this talking point exists and they know that it's a narrative that will fit the people that watch and keep the interest in some respects. And I just, I think that this blunder by CNN is, was kind of the last straw. I haven't seen too many gaffes like this in the media. Yeah. Since this happened. 
This is the worst one yeah, I've I ever seen. It's, I it's really bad. Yeah, really this bad. This is really. It's not just like a a mischaracterization <laughs> or like a uh you know maybe you could have described it better with this word. Right this lie. is yeah. the opposite. This is black and white. And what you said there too just ah, it makes me the, the idea that that the news is is a commodity to be uh, sold with a targeted demographic in mind. Uh, obviously, commentary, analysis, mm. opinion. Should, I can understand that, but the idea that the news, mm -hmm. <laughs> that the news should be presented with a demographic right. targeted, that, ooh, <laughs> the, the, a lot of the things I, I think it's pretty interesting and a lot of people have a lot of theories about it that, you know, a part of the, the divide that we have, a, a lot of our, a lot of our um, political polarization is related to the fact that in the times of our parents or even previously, you know, they, there was Walter Cronkite or there was, you know, the, the newspaper that everybody mm. read right? and everybody had the same objective right. information. Now maybe the information wasn't objective at the time, but generally everybody had the same information. And the problem is now that we've got, everyone's got their own tailored news and all this stuff. And to, you know, to your own commentary there that the news is in fact tailored and targeted toward them. You're, you're trying to get people to agree and to have conversation with completely different set of facts. Like if someone, imagine somebody trying to um, have, a, have a debate about what happened in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. If one of the sides has CNN's presentation and one of the sides has, I don't know. I mean, a, a, a presentation that has all the on the street like footage. Right. So they're aware of all the racial targeting and all the right. horrible things. Yeah, let's right. say Breitbart. Sure. I mean, how, how are you ever supposed to have a productive debate or not look at the other person like, what the hell are yeah, you even right. talking about? Because they don't know what each other are talking yeah, about. No, they, they don't. It's, it's, a, it's a tremendous disservice that we are all doing with one another. We're not listening to one another we, because we would rather shut it out or pretend like it doesn't exist by cutting out that part of the narrative, quote unquote. And I just think, I think what CNN did here was was a huge mistake and the fact is that they didn't really unfortunately own up to it i don't think it, it was kind of like you can't write that off as a mistake you're right to to the quote-unquote layman um you know that's not a mistake <laughs> but me right, coming right. in it can't, it, it can't possibly it's, it's impossible the only the only excuse that i could ever think i'm telling you is that they just didn't listen to what she said in full. Somebody, some writer got the thing back. They got the sound and it might've had to be slapped together really quick. And they're like, Oh, I, she called for peace. Okay. Whatever. Throw that in. That might've been it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't just so think careless so, at a minimum. I, I understand. You think someone would be fired over no. this um, or if, uh, I mean, obviously, it varies, it varies company, company to company. company. I'm you sure, know, I I made a blunder at my one station one time, and uh, it was it was kind of like if you ever fuck up this badly again, you are fired. You are shit canned. You know, they gave you a, a chance. Um, but what? Uh, without going into detail, was what happened with you oh, an actual accident? I mean, you could demonstrate this was accidental rather than malicious misrepresentation. Right. I, let's let's just say I was logged into uh, the station the the shows. Twitter and I accidentally, I accidentally <laughs> tweeted out uh, an article I took uh, <laughs> issue with. <laughs> and uh, but did you think it was yes, your I Twitter? Yes, I thought it was my Twitter. 
Yeah. Gotcha. I absolutely thought gotcha. it was my That's Twitter kinda... at the time. I deleted yeah. it right away. I shit my pants almost. Um, and then my EP called me and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get fired. I can't believe it. Nobody saw it. How long oh, was it up seconds. for? It, you know, nobody. And they, they knew well, about I, it? I told How them. did they even know? <laughs> oh, well, good on you then. Thank Why, you. I mean, yeah, that's an awful yeah. mistake, but I mean, if, if it was my thing, I'd be like, well, you know, thank yeah, you for telling I me. <laughs> that goes oh, a long yeah. way. I would have deleted it and that's... just waited it out. Oh, I couldn't do happened. it. I couldn't do that because, oh my God. I I I sincerely thought I was gonna die for a second. I was like, I cannot believe I was that careless. You know, I can't so, imagine that I'm, feeling. Well, I mean, it was awful. Like, oh, great that you caught I, it no. though. Imagine if you didn't, and it sat up there oh, for two no, hours. No, 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 it was terrible. I can yeah. totally see how people accidentally tweet pictures of their boobs and stuff. I used to be like, yeah. bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> but now that I use Twitter and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I can kind of see how that would happen. Yeah, that's so that's. Especially if you're managing right. different accounts. I mean, were you managing the stations? I assume you were managing the station's account or something, or you had I access had to access it? I had access to it, and because we, they gave you access because it would be like um, you, uh, you had to pick a viewer response, so you you got access to the gotcha. notifications and stuff like that. I never used that Twitter account after that, <laughs> but <laughs> my EP called me in the control room, and she was like, "That was the stupidest fucking thing you could have possibly done." I was like, "I know." I know. I'm so sorry. She's like, she's like, okay, listen, we all have fuck ups. She's like, you Google my name. You will see fuck ups everywhere. It happens. I understand. Just know if you ever do something that dumb again, you are fucking out of here. So haven't, you know, I, I left on my terms. I would not get fired from there. I left because I wanted to, <laughs> you know, have you, I mean, uh, so it, you've, you've been in the business for a while, right? You have, Many years experience, yes. right? Okay. Okay. So I'm trying to think too, like, is it possible? I mean, how much could top down pressure to fulfill the narrative play a role in what happened with CNN? Like they've decided we're going to, no matter what happens, we're going to spin black lives matter events in a black lives matter sympathetic way. And that's kind of our expectation or, I mean, is it possible that it's that direct and sinister or I, I guess my question would be in your experience, um, you know, again, to the extent you're willing to share or not, but have you ever felt pressure to spin things a certain way based on whoever's editing or, or promoting or whatever, doing whatever. Right. With your um, I never felt any sort of pressure to spin things. I, i it took me a while, but I got the pulse of my show and I was able to kind of just write things. There would be occasional times where I would write something. I would think it would be how, you know, the the top person wanted it. She would give me a call and say, no, let's try it this way. This is this is kind of this will this will read better to our audience. I said, oh, OK, you know, it was never any kind of malicious like, no, how dare you not do it this way? You know, mm -hmm. so everybody. And were those were those things more like stylistic, or are you talking like substantive changes of fact? Oh no no or no! Omit these facts. Include there these was never facts any like any kind of omission of facts. It was just the way that you presented things would um would resonate okay. with an audience better. And it, I, you know y you can kind of tell like when you when you read an article from Salon, you can tell who is there. I don't. I don't torture myself. <laughs> See, I read everything. I, I'm busy ripping out right. my fingernails. When you read say, an article you know. in Salon, what? I, well, I know. <laughs> I, See, I read everything just to make sure that, like, I'm aware of how people, you know, are presenting news. 
you know. Um, yeah. So, but if you read a salon article, you 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 get the feeling of who's right, who's reading it, you know. And then you read something on Breitbart, and it's like, oh, you can see who would be reading that too. So there's always going to be a sway. Now, now is what they're saying valid or not? I mean. To an extent, I would say things like on Salon, it, their feelings are valid, but are they presenting facts? No, not really, you know. <laughs> but on Breitbart, it's more, I personally think, more honest. I don't really prefer that style. I do read Breitbart, but, like, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of. There's a degree of sensationalism, exactly. too. Yeah. Like anything on Daily Mail. But I don't, I don't necessarily think they're reporting <clears throat> false things or, or omitting right. things. It is, but it is. They certainly hype up their yes, stories. That's exactly what it uh, is. But. I, I would take hype over, like, I would take that any day over what I see from CNN. Yeah. Like, I don't think I can ever, I, I don't Hype's know how good. long it'll be Hype's before important. I watch a CNN piece or mm-hmm. read it and think, yeah, but that yeah. one time. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it is, it is kind of like, um, you know, it's based on who is watching I would say um, the talking points that I talked about, the things that we're hitting, it applies to the good and the bad. You know, um, I don't know if you want to put this in, but let's just say, you know, me at, yeah, please don't put this in. This is just you. This is just us three talking. So you, wait, 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 no, wait, oh, wait, wait, stop. What do you mean? Don't put this in. You don't no, want this I'm in the show? Talk about real, I just want to. I would advise not. I, I mean, I don't want to have to cut oh, things out. Sorry. So, but is there a way you can discuss it? ambiguously um, enough or or you can wait till i hit, hit the stop recording button sorry audience <laughs> you're not gonna get the sweet details Suckers. but you know i don't i just don't want to I, I just interrupt the flow of the. i just think if i say how I, i'm phrasing it it might give too much away maybe like what network i work yeah. for you know so gotcha well we can i'm happy to okay, hear yeah. it after we, sorry we're done that. recording sorry but um, <laughs> like yeah, otherwise I'll have to go through and chop up. I mean, I'll need the editing skills of CNN to chop up the show to, Sorry. to get it out. All right, we'll talk so. about it later. Um, so, okay, so let's bring it back to um, what? any questions. I mean, there's a lot of different... I, I have I mean, I mean, have several points of curiosity. I think this is all really interesting. So thanks again for coming on and uh, explaining okay. some of this stuff to me. Because I, 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 don't, I don't have any insider connection into any media sources other than you know, my local town paper that <laughs> <laughs> they piss me off with their coverage of things just the as much. Local but, news uh, they're paid significantly <laughs> less. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's it seems commonly accepted and it's kind of a right-wing talking mm-hmm. point. I don't think it's without evidence at this point, but th- there's the, the mainstream media is liberal. They're liberal biased. It's all the left-wing mm-hmm. media. Um, I mean, in your experience, and you've kind of gone from different places, different places, mm-hmm. How would you rate the political culture? Is it a bunch of, Ooh. you know, Birkenstocks and <laughs> fedoras, or, or or is it uh, is it more balanced than than that uh, talking point suggests? Um, I think there's been a balance, but I don't know. Uh, I think I think it's been in more of a positive direction because we're seeing these news outlets something like Infowars. These are news outlets and they are honest journalism. Like sometimes Alex Jones, I I can't with him. You know, he gets very, (laughs) yeah, he gets very, very, um, we're going to talk about the new world order. (laughs) That kind of stuff. I'm like, I I don't need to hear about that, but they are like him and and Paul Joseph Watson and, and Mike Cernovich. I think that they're, they're rebranding 
journalism. We're not looking at the mainstream media anymore. They're they're kind of like they're they've become their own segments in a way that that people can comment in a more honest journalism e way than we have unfortunately seen from all these networks. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So I think I think in a good way we've gotten a balance online now where where online has become the new journalism. And it's just interesting to me that people are so terrified of Trump having his own television station, you know, but I, I can't see, didn't, I, I can't, I can't remember the station that Milo has been on. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like this more, uh, he's been on sky he's news, been on a, sky lot. news a lot, but there's another like independent news station that they did a lot of coverage at the uh, DNC RNC. I can't remember offhand. Independent. Like, um, I mean, I've seen him on Breitbart stuff, right. obviously, but uh, the only other places I've seen him frequently, I mean, I know he's on Dave Rubin's show right. frequently, but that's not like on-scene reporting. Right. Um, on-scene reporting, I uh, I mean, InfoWars is the only one that comes right. to mind. There, to is another, there is another one. I'm, I apologize for not knowing right away, but... Um, that and beauty oh, of the beta, of course, oh, yeah. they are. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <Naturally>. yeah. <laughs> but these are all really important. I think all these commentary channels are really important because it is you do get like a more honest brand of journalism. And I think and it just is so interesting to me that now the mainstream media has become what people make segments about. Oh, they're know. shaking in their boots. This Hillary's health thing has been amazing. They had to address it. And all they could say is I it's know. a fucking conspiracy. It has been Honestly, it has been a pleasure to watch. <laughs> oh, I know. It's so satisfying because the average person is getting sick of all this shit. They're getting sick of co- being called racist. They can see with their own eyes that Hillary's just deteriorating and, yeah. and they're just being lied to. At some point, like everybody's like, whoa, this does not match up with reality and it pisses right. them off. I'm still waiting for the the NBC and the CNN coverage of... Uh... Of the, I mean, they'll mention it. I think on the Today Show this morning, they mentioned like, eh, you know, there's some minor shadiness going on with the Clinton Foundation. More evidence <laughs> every day, but every um, you know, single friggin' the, day, it's seeping yeah, in. Really and it's even on on Morning in. Joe That's this exactly morning, what's going on? It, but even on Morning Joe this morning, that, that uh, Willie Geist was on there. And he's like, look. The, the Clinton Foundation has been exposed and the only reason they're talking about, you know, stepping down away from it if she gets elected is because they've been exposed and because they're going to yeah. have to. Um, and that's, uh, I mean, MSNBC and all that. They're not talking about this stuff without the online pressure to do so. And that's, I mean, that's a new dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it's it's what happened with CNN, the pressure to like, your story's bullshit, mm-hmm. fix it. Uh, these stories that are supposedly tinfoil hattery, <laughs> yeah. the health bit, the the Clinton yeah. Foundation, maybe they are, maybe they're not, but the but people are pushing an alternative, um, alternative stories that that you know gain traction mm-hmm. and evidence that you wouldn't. I mean, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, never ever ever would have been part of oh, the yeah. campaign yeah. at all. It's 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 an incredible dynamic shift, and it scares the media because, you know. They, they're they the established ones. It's a threat. That's all it is. And, you know, it, I, to, to station's credits, I've seen a lot more anchors and journalists. I've seen a lot more of them question their guests. 
like really hammer those points home. Be like, are you sure? You know, I'm seeing that more and more, more honesty from these these journalists. And it's just interesting you mentioned um, uh, Morning Joe because Mika Brzezinski years ago, um, I can't remember the story that was not being reported on, but she refused, flat out refused to report on Paris Hilton being let out of jail because there was a Oh, thing, I remember I, that. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> she yeah. was like, I am not... And and I watched the clip, and you should hear the way the men talk to her. It's so condescending. They're like, oh, there goes Mika, really wanting to be the big journalist. It's like, no, she's got a valid point. Who gives a shit about Paris Hilton? There was like, I think some kind of house bill, something, a big news story that people were, were not paying attention to. So, like, there's glimmers of these journalists who are, are striving for honesty. But, like, I, I wrote a little piece about... Um, about why the trust in media is so low. And I cited CNN in it. Mm-hmm. And because when I saw the banner that they had up for John Kirby after the um, the Iran payment, it was like, it was basically saying this banner that one of the writers in the CNN newsroom had to write. They had to write out basically like, yeah, it looks like ransom, but who cares? You know, <laughs> uh. it was like, it was like Kirby. I get why some say $400 million Iran payment is ransom. I was like, how embarrassing, you know, just yeah. like for like how embarrassing for journalism. Like that's such a, like that's, he's basically admitting it. And the journalist is trying to hammer it home. Like really dude, this looks like ransom. What, what is going on? And, and they're just not budging and people take yeah. notice of that. They notice oh, yeah. that. Like, what about all the people getting cut off on CNN that are criticizing Hillary Clinton? I saw, like, a hilarious mashup of that, and they're like, oh, we (laughs) lost her. Oh, we lost her again. It's like, people are not, like, on board with this. Like, you don't have that many technical failures. No, you really don't. I'm telling you from, from, (laughs) from being in the control room and, um, lining shows, very rarely do the cameras go out, um, and in that they, montage, it's like 10 or 11 separate instances in the last year. I, that's that's unheard oh of, especially if they're all about the same thing. That is that's ludicrous because, um, you know, I can say that because I, I'm I'm from the newsroom. It's OK, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can say that. But I, I think um, there have been times where like, yeah, my camera starts flickering out and I'm like oh shit what the hell is happening and if there are camera issues they're usually resolved before you go on um before you go on air so they will push back hits because oh we don't have the the hit so for for shots to go out mid mid sentence is is very strange especially when they're all criticizing Hillary Clinton right right it's just we're such you know, conspiracy theorists, guys. <laughs> That's what drives me up the wall. Like people, people will write us off as conspiracy theorists, but it's just no. This is just pointing out logical shit. Oh my god! It's, it's just <laughs> you're just pointing out that there are some weird things going on. You know, yeah. I'm not here. I I did not know this, but there's like an Infowars like brain pill. Did you know that? I didn't know that. This limitless pill. Something like. Yeah, I have heard about this. (laughs) They played it at the end of their video about they went to a protest outside the Trump rally and they there was a an ad for Infowars brain pills. I was like, I I'm okay with not ever taking those, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but like whatever. If that's what he wants to do, he wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Like. No, I'm with him like 80 percent of the way. (laughs) I know. I know. 
I'm 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 more with the role that they play than, than anything um, else than necessarily yeah. all their opinion stances, but they're absolutely necessary. Yeah, I call. mean, look. What InfoWars has done, even for my personal political persuasion, because my what has shaped my opinion over uh, as this campaign has developed has not been NBC, mm-hmm. CNN, your mainstream reporting. What has shaped my opinion has been watching the footage of these protests and mm-hmm. riots and seeing who the people who oppose Trump most actually right. are. And in my mind, they are degenerates, communists, domestic terrorists, <laughs> uh, censors, modern day fascists, awful people yeah. who I don't want to have any semblance of political right, power. Agreed, yeah. And, you know, maybe they don't, maybe they don't deserve coverage on these mainstream sources because, uh, you know, of course I understand they, they're loud and they're numerous, but they're still not a majority of people. I get that they're right. fringe. However, that what they represent is so intolerable to me that the idea of them having even a whisper in the ear of someone like Hillary right. Clinton to get things that they want to see done. No, sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Deal breaker. Yeah, I'm out. Agreed. So, I mean, whether or not I agree with Alex right. Jones, irrelevant, you know, yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm glad he went and yelled at Chank at that the was hilarious. because that, yeah, was funny. that was pretty But funny. what he's doing, I mean, the best InfoWar stuff doesn't even have commentary. It's just, hey, look, yep. here's what's going on that you won't yeah. see anywhere else. And that's really important for people to see. And like, they will write off things like InfoWars because of Alex Jones and his eccentricities, I guess we can call them that, <laughs> you know? So but they'll write it off and they'll be like, no, I don't even want to listen. Or I don't even want to go anywhere near that channel, which is kind of, I feel like what CNN almost did here was like, well, if we don't, if we don't talk about it, then it's not happening. But that right. is, that's, that's unfortunately dishonest. And you know, I, yeah. um, I, I think, I think that's, I think that was the final straw for people. Oh, I, th- I think it's self-defeating. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I mean, for someone like me that has kind of leaned left and, you know, been a reliable democratic voter for this mm-hmm. whole time, uh, when you, the thing that is, I mean, not only have these, the people like these black lives matter riders and these anti-Trump riders, they're so off putting to me that I can't support them. But if you are a media source who in my mind uh, coddles them or in CNN's case actively protects them like no I'm sorry you've lost me you you are protecting people who mm. are threats to the safety of the common innocent right. passerby and if and if your role is going to be protection of people that are effectively terrorists <laughs> sorry doesn't matter whether we agree on economics or foreign policy yeah, or any of that stuff they have no integrity and, yeah and it's disappointing Tough. it's disappointing for people to see that come to fruition and like come to light because you know like you do want you do want to make sure that like what you're being fed is accurate and you want to make sure because how else are you going to know if they're if they're willfully not telling people stuff like they're of course they're going to go elsewhere you know it just it just is um it's just the uh loss of i mean cnn dipped in ratings um i believe they are now in third Behind Ooh. MSNBC, MSNBC. Oh, I believe I, I don't. Hasn't MSNBC always been like uh, kind of the the trailer too? I don't know how the rankings are, but they've always been kind of far behind the um, other two. That was my they understanding. They weren't that far behind. Um, 
I mean, Fox always is at the top, um, but people don't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother Which listening is... then? I guess just to see what they're lying about. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. People, people just love. People like to watch things that they don't agree with, so they can just be like, "Oh, well, how dare they?" All this. Oh, what's going on? Sorry. It is uh, why uh, I read Jezebel. That's true. Oh, Jezebel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You... By the way, I found out. Vlad, oh, we didn't talk fake. about. It. I found out yeah. that story on. Yeah, it's it's uh, got, it was a joke. Told. Allegedly, the author said. Which anyway. one? Well, no, I'm glad we kind of were skeptical. Uh, there was a story in Jezebel. Uh, are you familiar with the game No Man's Sky, the video I am game? Not. So it's it's just a video game that came out. That's everyone's oh. talking about it. But they wrote an article in Jezebel, offended that it's not called No Woman's oh, Sky and I how it's sexist and all see stuff, whispers but, of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. But we, yeah, that's a that's a separate <laughs> topic. But um, we're with you know we're. Don't want to go too long uh, here, um, but one thing I'd like to talk about too, uh, if we have time here, is um, like what what I don't know that I'm looking for solutions, but how how about like predictions? I mean, do you think CN like is CNN going to treat this as a wake up call and shape up, or do you think they're going to just dig in their feet and be like, no, we're we're so committed to this ideological sway and protection of people who fit mm. the narrative? that we don't care. I mean, do you think people at CNN care? Do you think heads are on the chopping block? Do you think they want to get it right? Or do you think they just, they're just going to keep uh, doing what they do? Um, I think going forward, what is going to happen is we are going to see what, what we have been seeing. We are seeing more of these journalists and these anchors calling out their guests and saying, no, no, no. Like, I'm not going to just, you know, agree with you. I'm going to push back. I'm seeing a lot more pushback from all the mainstream media, which is good. Um, what I think that, that what, what that's going to expose is it's going to expose the extreme narrative that is trying so hard to please, please be superior, please be the, the, um, the talking point we need to get Hillary into the White House. <laughs> you know, They're going to push that, and they're going to really, really push that really hard. But what people are... What, people have been doing and what people are going to continue doing i think is they're going to keep getting their their news from alternate sources they're not going to just follow one channel they will get their news from other sources and see the extremes when they are pointed out yep and they'll know to dismiss that so i think as we creep along towards november it is a creep right now what is it 70 something days 73 74 something like that something like that that. it is (laughs) it's crazy like just knowing just knowing that i didn't give a shit about the election like this time (laughs) last year i couldn't care less because i was i was at my it's i was at my um you know national station and all i cared about was making sure that my banners were spelled right making sure that the 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 Mm -hmm. uh information was accurate and making sure that i didn't spell anything wrong like it, it was I didn't have time to give a shit about <laughs> the election, you know what I mean? So now that we're getting so close and people are realizing, like, it's fucking, you know, we got to go balls in or, n- or not, <laughs> you know, um, and knowing, you know, knowing that the media is is also being held up to scrutiny, all, everything is being held up to scrutiny. I mean, look at the situation with Ailes, you know, 
Um, I think, I mean, the hope is that we are quote unquote woke enough to, you know, make smart decisions in November and we're not voting on our feelings. We're voting on, well, we are voting on our feelings, but we are, but we're not voting on extreme feelings. You know, we're not voting Hillary just because she has lady parts, you know, or we're not voting Trump just because F racist term. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> that's kind of that's my. Well, I'm voting Trump because F some people. But it's not racist. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I mean, <laughs> F the SJWs. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Trump really has uh, appealed to people who are just sick of the uh, the extreme rhetoric that has being thrown around and not to say that you know these quote-unquote alt-rights can't be extreme too i feel like you know yeah there's we got some dicks on our side yeah there's a whole lot of dicks and i i'm trying to you know i'm my whole shtick as of recently is to try to promote a more even keel way to look at things i guess like you know because i gotta be objective in the newsroom anyway so why not like throw back some more objectivity and people are realizing that the news maybe isn't as objective as as we all once yeah. thought, you know. Well, yeah, that's um, and that, that that's probably the last question mm -hmm. I have for you is: Do you think that it has been this misleading and this ideologically biased forever, and it's just now you know now we have the capability to spot the flaws, given that everyone is a journalist mm -hmm. to some extent with technology? Mm -hmm. Or do you think it's just you know it's it's a combination that it's both gotten worse over time and we're able to document it now? Like I, I wonder. You know, back in the '60s, '70s, or something, was it was it this slanted? Was CNN not CNN didn't exist then? Right. I guess, but you know, the journalists of the time were they doing the same crap then? Um, they might have to some extent, but I think because the technology was not as high powered as it is today, we we hear something break. Okay, for example, when I work on the assignment desk, I, I freelance at the assignment desk once a week um, at the national station. We have breaking 911 Twitter up all the time. You have mm -hmm. DataMinder. You have um, TweetDeck, making sure you understand like what is going on. You hear something break two minutes later. You're on this call with the station to make sure, like, oh, what's going on there? Are you sending live capability? It wasn't like that way back mm -hmm. when. You heard something break over the police scanner, maybe, <laughs> you know, if you heard it or – you know, people like I, I can't even imagine how journalists in like the 50s and 60s even did shit. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I, I we're so privileged right now to have the entire yeah. world at our fingertips. And, you know, like we've like we've uh, contacted people like they post something seven minutes ago. Hey, can we get access to that? And they'll tell you yes. And then there's there's your story right there. Like there's a story that you can put on TV. Yeah. You know. To make sure that, like, you, you obviously have to corroborate. You're, you're not going to just, you know, if the police said, yeah, this is happening, that picture is valid, like, then you, you can put it up, you know what I mean? Um, but it's, I think that at some point, yeah, there might have been some stories that have been swayed, but for the most part, like, what we heard from news back then, it was kind of just, like, because it took so long to confirm facts, like, you know... It, they were more legit, I would say. I think now that we have uh, such a whirlwind of information coming into us at all times of the night and day, 
um, things can be misconstrued quickly and, and things can happen without the facts. And I think that that's what, unfortunately, what happened in Milwaukee. The a narrative got pushed way too quickly before any facts came out. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and, and news doesn't help that, un, unfortunately. But, um, you know, I, I, it, it's, it's the individual stations making their call and, uh, you know, people just observe what, how they're doing it. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't feel much better, <laughs> but I do feel more informed. <laughs> so there's that. Do, do you have, uh, do you have any more questions for her? I don't think so. I gotta, I gotta get, I wish we could stay on this call for a longer. Well, yeah, I mean, we'd, we'd love to have you back Thank and you. it was a good discussion. I mean, anytime there's a, there's like a pressing media issue, which spoiler alert, that's probably bound to happen. <laughs> um, again sooner rather than later but uh yeah i mean if you if you uh are interested in talking media issues again absolutely sure, absolutely i'd love to do uh, that love to do it again for sure well we will we will uh we'll definitely be back in touch Great. then we'll we'll have to figure yes. it out uh maybe when our show is more advanced One day. We'll, we can have maybe when we can have like segments <laughs> and stuff you know and have like correspondence oh that sounds but, so fancy um, <laughs> oh yeah we got we got a few more um well, let's just say we always appreciate our patrons. You know, they help yeah, uh, they help make things like that Jesus. possible. Uh, thank no, you. We do appreciate on. it, and it's well, thank you know, you for having me. it's not easy for us to make connections with establishment type figures. Not that well, like f- people with important oh. jobs. Let's put it that way. <laughs> with real <laughs> jobs, <laughs> real yeah, jobs. Yeah. See, so we appreciate <laughs> that because you know, I mean, it's one thing for us to talk to to YouTubers, but we don't really have access to media figures or politicians right. or uh, <laughs> people who Not aren't yet. of internet. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some, <laughs> some day. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when we're, you know, as old and gray as the faces on CNN, you know, when <laughs> I'm Wolf yeah. Blitzer. Looking. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Um, thank you kindly, Gina, for coming on the show. So uh, your Twitter handle, hello, hello giants, time. right? H E L L. O-G-I-N-E-S on Twitter. You can follow her there. If you want to find her on YouTube, she's also making YouTube videos. Search Gines. G-I-N-E-S. You can find her there. Or if you find her Twitter, it's probably linked from her Twitter too. I've been on YouTube for six friggin' years, guys, so don't worry. (laughs) You'll find me. You'll see all the cringy old videos, maybe. (laughs) Oh, isn't that always fun? See, Blonde doesn't have that quite yet because you've only been at it for a little while, but you know, a couple years, Blonde, you'll be able to go back and look at your first videos and be like, Oh, they're, the so, bad. they're so bad. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's always fun. Um, but yeah, check out uh, check out Gina on YouTube and Twitter. And, and like I said, we'll hope to have you back. Um, and thank you to the listeners for supporting the show. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, which you might be, because this is the audio platform, go ahead and give us a review. That'd be awesome. We really appreciate it helps other people find the show it helps people find truth and wisdom and all the things they'll never find on cable news so uh give us a review tap, tap the five stars or the one star uh, <laughs> but um, anyway uh we hope to see you back for the main show that airs sunday 9 p.m eastern on youtube as always in the meantime email the show beauty in the beta gmail.com or tweet us we're never too far away we'll you see too. you soon bye